What do you get when you mix Josh from the Horror Movie Crew podcast and Michael from the We Love Horror podcast? You get another horror podcast. Welcome to another horror podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Michael. <laughs> I'm Michael. How you been, man? I did man? not say it like that. How you been? Did you miss me? <laughs> oh, I missed you so much, Josh. It's what? not like we don't talk every single day, but yes, I did miss you. We- miss seeing that beautiful face. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. I could tell that you've just been missing my, um, you know, the great things I bring <laughs> to this relationship. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, absolutely. The the heckling, the teasing, you know, the sarcasm. <laughs> Love it all. Am I a heckler? <laughs> Sometimes, but it's okay. I'm a heckler, too. I can take it. Oh, okay. As long as you're okay with it. I don't want you to feel like I'm being mean in any sort of way. Oh, no, not at all. But- if, I told, if I thought you were being mean, I would tell you. Oh, so that's so nice. I feel like we only do two episodes a month, so I feel like it like goes long... Uh, long distances long time links in between recordings so there's like we were getting ready and i was like i gotta write down all this shit that i have watched since the last time we recorded i know i know because like holy shit we recorded the last episode almost what three weeks ago probably because we like stockpiled and we had all like three episodes just in the bag ready to release so we just you know we're mean people mean spirited people so we didn't release them all at once for everybody we want to make them wait i know we want to make them sit on their hands you know, in anticipation, are, pins and needles. Some people are into that, sitting on their hands. I have a f- good friend named Seth who's really into sitting on his hands. But he does this weird thing where he, like, points his fingers straight up in the air, like, vertically. Um, oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's Never weird. heard of it. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so what have you been up to, man? You watching anything fun? Um, I've just been working, podcasting like crazy on, on my other podcast, uh, just doing that kind of thing. And then as far as watching stuff... um. I just finished watching season three of Good Girls. So that season is, that show is done and over with for me. I don't know if they're making another season. Not completely sure on that. Um, But yeah, just finished Good Girls. That was a good show. I don't know if you've seen it yet, Josh. I've never watched. I think we talked about this in the last episode. Uh, My wife watched it without me. So I was like, I had this hard, fast rule, Michael, that if she does not have the highest amount of respect to wait for me to watch a movie i'm just i'm gonna i'm gonna boycott the movie altogether because you know i'm very busy we have this conversation all the time i'm i'm a busy guy i can't help it i just stay stay busy so i feel like um you know that she should just wait around for me to not be busy to watch movies because i'm you know that's just the way way it is (laughs) and she feels like uh F off, Josh. I'm going to watch whatever movie I want to watch. So we have a very, very, um, um, I don't know what the word would be, but a, a great relationship in terms of we just do whatever we want. Hey, you know what? That's that's okay. As long as you guys have the freedom to do whatever you want, you guys are cool with it. So, you know, there yeah, you go. There you go. To each their own. Yeah, um, sure. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as far as that goes, uh, that show, um, I watched dr sleep again recently because i was talking to you about that the other night and uh 
I love that movie so much. And then I watched The Shining too right after that. So The Shining too. Wouldn't The Shining too technically be Doctor Sleep? <laughs> see what I did You're there? You're so funny, see Josh. See what I did yeah. there? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so your other your other podcast that is the We Love Horror podcast. What episodes do you have coming out? This keep in mind this isn't gonna come out till the first. So what 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 uh, what do you have that's already out? I guess is what we should be talking about. So I just released the Hereditary episode that I did with my friend Olivia from Watch with Olivia, and that was a really really fun episode. Um, I actually have an episode that I'm doing with Mark tomorrow. Um, we're doing host. So that's another film I've been watching. I watched host a couple of times this week because, uh, to get prepared for that. And then this weekend, I'm going to be releasing a episode that I did with my friend Lorraine from once upon a nightmare podcast. It's a true crime episode actually. So it's the first episode that I've ever done on this podcast that wasn't horror film related. It's a true crime episode. So I'm very, very excited about that. Very cool. Yeah. And then I have, um, next weekend, I have the Fang girls on Emily and Devin, nice. so I'm really fucking excited for that. So that'll be fun. They, I feel like, um, my other podcast, the Horror Movie Crew podcast. I feel like if we did an episode with the Fang girls, that it would never, it would probably be unreleasable, just because I feel like we're both party podcasts, and that um, we would probably just end up drinking and doing shots and get nothing, nothing recorded, nothing um, done. Yeah. I do. I, see that. I do really enjoy their podcast. I think they're hilarious. And again, I think that the, uh, my other podcast, Horror Movie Crew, and the Fangirls, I feel like we're in similar territories where we don't take ourselves very seriously when it comes to horror movies. Um, we're admittedly not genre experts, and um, we just like to have fun and laugh and make fun of ourselves. And I feel like that's what they do. So uh, yeah, I think you're gonna have a good time with them. Yeah, I'm really really excited. Um, <laughs> I had an intro planned with them from like three months ago that I plan on doing with them. So I'm very excited about that, but yeah, they're awesome. Very, very excited to do that. And then, yeah, aside from that, just, just busy with work and podcasting and, you know, chatting with you every day, pretty much me, me being mean. Nah, you're not always mean. Aww. I was just giving you shit. <laughs> yeah, I did check out most of your... Well, not most, because you did like a four-hour fucking podcast for the Hereditary, but I did listen to like the first 45 minutes of it while I was working out today. So um, I've given you my feedback. on. I think you guys are very, very nice to each other, very lovey-dovey, like you've been in a relationship for years. Um, very cute, very <laughs> cute. So I look forward to possibly uh, us all getting together and doing one together. I think I think that'll be fun. That would be really fun. Um, just as long as you don't get uncomfortable with all the lovey doveyness that's going to be, you know, scattered throughout that episode. Oh, I love I, you, Olivia. Oh, I love <laughs> you, Michael. And then we're going to be like, oh, we love you too, Josh. And you're just going to be like, don't stop. Yeah, I'm just, I, I'm not that person, you know. I'm not the, 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 I just, uh, you know, things, I just expect things. Like I, uh, I don't, I don't require, um, not that you do or she does. It's just that I think it's very nice if you guys, you're comfortable enough to continue to give each other compliments all the time. It's just not my thing. I, that's not uh, the relationships that I've had throughout my life. So I'm just not, uh, not used to it. And as you, you and I were talking last night, you were, you said that, that I crack you up at the way I communicate. Cause I'm so blunt that I say <laughs> things that make you crack up laughing, even though I'm not meaning them to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, what was it that you said? Oh, cause we were, cause you told me you were watching not to, not to jump ahead about what you've been watching, but we were, uh, you and I were chatting last night about how you were watching, uh, the vanishing at the, ho- uh, Cecile hotel. And you were talking about how we were talking about how her mental health and stuff and how she must've been, you know, pretty lonely and 
a lot of shit was going on. You're like, well, she should have researched her uh, hotel <laughs> her hotel choices before she got <laughs> down there. And I don't know why I thought that was so funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, shoot. I can't help it. I'm just honest. I decided my wife says I don't have a filter. It's pro- I don't know. Maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's not. I'm not sure. But hey, I think it's a great thing because you know what? I uh, I never have to question whether or not, you know, uh, what's the word? Because I've had friends that like to sugarcoat things for me mm. and they don't always like to tell me. They don't always like to tell me the truth when it comes to certain things. So I feel like I would never have to doubt you or like feel like you're like lying to me about anything because i just feel like you tell me straight up so i appreciate that i'm pretty uh i'm pretty brash huh <laughs> no i'm no and i'm not trying to say this to make it sound like you're an asshole i'm just saying like <laughs> like if, if there was something you didn't want to do or like if there was something that you didn't have time to do or something like that like you would just tell me like mm. you'd be like i don't have time to do that or i i don't want to do that not my thing yeah like okay. you wouldn't be like, oh, sure. Yeah. And then just be like a people pleaser and just say yes, because you feel like you have to, you know uh, what I mean? I gotcha. I gotcha. Well, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. But enough. you're also very, but you're also very kind hearted. So. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. So enough about me. So my other podcast, <laughs> Horror Movie Crew, we are finishing up our um, Monsters of March um, episodes. Those will all be out by the time this comes out, and then we're going to be going into April. But uh, you can go back if you haven't already and listen to those episodes. We started the month out with Tremors, then we did um, Dreamcatcher, and by the time this comes out, uh, my pick, which was Kong Skull Island, will be out. So go check those out. We've also got a fun episode planned for April uh, April 1st, which will come out the week of April 1st uh, to kick off April. So that'll be awesome. What have I been watching? Dude, I have so much cool shit here to talk about. I got to tell you, I watched this movie. You're going to really appreciate this. It became one of my favorite movies of all time. It's called The Grudge from 2020. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, my wife and I did watch the new Wrong Turn movie. And that movie, I think I texted you as I was watching it or when it was over. But, dude, I love this movie. This movie is so good. I cannot wait to do an episode on it. Um, I got to figure out when we can slate it in for the horror movie crew to do it. But um, yeah, this movie, if you have not seen this movie, you have got to watch it and, and watch it with an open mind. Not like Michael when he went to watch Grudge 2020 with his closed ass uh, mind when he went to watch it. But watch Wrong Turn, the new one, with an open mind, completely take out of the equation the first one and just appreciate this for what it is. There's so many underlying... Um, scenarios and messages in this movie that you just got to watch it and if, if you do watch it dm me uh and we can chat about it because i don't know when i'm gonna be able to get an episode out on this movie but anyway <laughs> also watched the movie arkansas have you heard of this movie i have not is it a newer movie like is it recent it came out in 2020 it's got uh vince you know i'm a huge vince vaughn fan it's got vince vaughn in it but it's also got uh what's the other hemsworth not thor's it liam uh, yeah, Liam Hemsworth. So it's yeah. got Liam Hemsworth. They're basically drug runners, and uh, Vince Vaughn is like the main guy, like the head uh, drug runner guy. But dude, the movie is really good. It's got like super dry humor, like kind of like the humor that I like, where it's just very sarcastic. And um, yeah, it's, it's but it's very good. It's called Arkansas. I think you watch it on Prime right now for free. Uh, like you just said, I did watch the uh, Cecil Hotel documentary, which. Um, I, I think I told you this. I think it could have been wrapped up in one 45-minute episode, but they did drag it out. I get it, but um, it's, if you haven't watched it, you should definitely watch it. It's very good. There's a lot of entertaining uh, 
stuff that you learn about that went on there. And I, I even think they did a great job of how they uh, portrayed her story, even though, it's, oh, yeah. you know, once you get to the end of it, it's pretty cut and dry to me what happened. But um, they do a great job of making you wonder through the episodes what happened. But that video footage of her is so it's creepy, creepy, right? Creepy at first until you figure out what was actually done with it and that there's, you know, I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but there's, you know, pieces of it missing. And, Abby, my wife, and I had a conversation this morning about it because I finished it before she did, and she finished it today. Um, but we have cameras in our house. There's cameras everywhere in our house. Well, not everywhere. Like I don't think we're creeps, but there, there's cameras. We have kids, right? So we have to be able to see what the kids are doing if we're not. We have three floors, so we got to outside, see what's going on. Anyway, there's this. Uh, we have a loft upstairs, and then all of our bedrooms are um, around the loft, right? Yeah. And then there's a hallway that goes to one of the kids' rooms and um, off the loft in the bathroom back there. So anyway, Charlotte is, we were watching her on the camera because she was up from nap time early. So we're like, what is she doing up there? So we like watch her. And at one point, she's like behind the wall. So like the camera's um, on the back side of the loft. And you can see the whole loft, and then the hallway corner. So you can see half of her face. Yeah. Like peeking around the corner. And then all of a sudden, it like jumps. And she's right in front of the camera. Oh. <laughs> Did it freak you guys out? Did it make you jump? Well, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but anyway, I was talking to her about that. And I was like, of course, this chick's movement. If you haven't seen it already, you know, skip ahead 30 seconds or whatever. But like her movements are obvious. Like and when we find out the tape was kind of altered, it was slowed down in certain parts. But I don't know that anybody necessarily did it intentionally because like if somebody had yeah. taken that because all of our video on our cameras are recorded and stored on the cloud so like if somebody were like let's say something happened and they pulled that video and they were like oh my god some sort of paranormal thing happened with his daughter well no the camera just skipped yeah you know what i well, mean yeah well that's the thing about that's the thing about the hotel the hotel cecile thing with uh lisa lamb and all that is the paranormal believer in me has always wanted to believe that it was something paranormal. But like after watching this documentary, I was like, yeah, it's definitely not. I wish it was, but it's not. But even still, the the way that she moves in that video is really creepy. And it doesn't matter if it's slowed down or not, because me and Maddie, my sister watched that uh, documentary together before she moved back to Kansas. And we actually watched the video on YouTube, but sped it up to normal time. So like it was slowed down, but then we like put it up to where it would be normal. And yeah. it's even creepier when it's just in normal it's like weird we're like yeah. mm -mm, i don't like it it's even creeper <laughs> like just the way her i don't know the way her hand like her fingers and her hands don't look right it's yeah. just weird yeah it's just a creepy thing um but i don't know i i found out a lot of interesting things from this documentary so i would highly recommend it too just because there's a lot of things that i thought i already knew but i didn't so it's definitely entertaining and it um it uh how am i gonna i want to say this politically correct it um reaffirmed my um, belief that people on the internet are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's that one part where they're talking about how um, they think she was murdered because they, you can supposedly see someone else's foot in the frame. Yes. And it's like, that is her fucking foot. That is her foot. For sure. For sure. And me and my sister were both like, how can they not tell that that is her foot? When, <laughs> and then these people that latch onto the story and the one guy that's like when he found out she died like he like was like depressed and he was like oh I felt like I lost a sister even though we'd never met and it's like 
really? And he like went to her gravesite and he was like all emotional and like he had to have his friend put his hand on the the gravesite. He couldn't even do it. And it's like, you didn't even know this. Like, you know nothing about this woman. Well, I just think that's kind of like the, I don't know, maybe just the power of somebody. I don't know. I, I, I feel, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, I, I sort of also understand it because I don't know. You kind of get to know her in this documentary a little bit. You kind of get to know like more of her, like what was going on behind the scenes. But I guess, I don't know. Yeah, I know what you mean though. It's kind of weird. It's like, really? You weren't friends with her. So why are, why are you so invested in? Yeah, it's just crazy. And the fact that the one guy they were saying, look, this isn't what this fucking podcast is about, but of course I go down a damn rabbit hole. But the uh, <laughs> the metal, the death metal musician that they were saying, oh, he definitely killed her. And he wasn't even in the, the country. He was in Mexico. I felt so bad for that guy. Yeah, like you can't, like that's the thing. And it's so relevant right now because you can go on the internet and say anything you want about anybody with no repercussions. Like that dude's life is, he tried to kill himself. Yeah. Because of well, that. When, well, and not only that, but now he doesn't even want to do music anymore. So it's like, oh, great job, everybody who decided to fucking play armchair detective without actually doing any sort of fucking research. You just pin it on this one guy just because he's a little bit different from every, oh, that. You don't even want to get me started on that part because I was talking to my sister and I was like, this is legitimately pissing me off. Like, I mean, he is kind of a scary dude. I'm not going to lie. Like some of his, I was like, oh, he's kind of like Marilyn Manson scary. But it's like, just because he's a little bit different from everybody else doesn't mean that he's like, it's stupid. It's wild. So stu- it's crazy, I was sitting there man. like, this is fucking ridiculous that people will sit there and off like no evidence whatsoever, just accuse somebody of doing that. And then they say the uh, most awful things like go kill yourself. Like, yeah. I can't, bl- it's like, what is wrong with people? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just like, wow. I was like, but yeah, nonetheless, go check that out. It is entertaining. <laughs> Honestly, hell, maybe we should just do a podcast on it. I don't know. We can rant for two hours. But um, <laughs> one more thing I'm very excited about. Uh, this week, uh, the new Justice League movie. It's not the new. It's the, the Snyder Cut of the Justice League comes out tomorrow. And then at the end of this month, um, by the time this podcast comes out, uh, Kong, the new King Kong movie, it's Godzilla vs. Kong will be out, which I am like, I might take uh, I might take the day off from everybody that day, shut my phone off throw my laptop out in the car and just watch the movie on repeat all day and not talk to anybody. So we'll see. But yeah. Wow. That was very long winded. Wasn't it? Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you real quick before we get into it. Have you watched host yet? Josh? Yes. Uh, Abby and I watched it um, when it first came out because it was a shutter exclusive, right? Yeah. 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 So Abby and I watched it when it first came out. Yeah. Did you enjoy it? I didn't think I was going to, but, um, we actually both really enjoyed it. I think that the end of it, um, it really ramps up toward the end of it. I, I mean, I like the whole thing, but again, I think it's like what, 45 minutes long or something. It's not very mm-hmm. long. It's an hour. I think it's an hour and like six minutes or something like that. Okay. Yeah. No, I thought it was good. It's definitely, it's, um, somebody asked me about it and the best way I could explain it was basically you're watching a zoom call <laughs> and it, yeah. Well, and I love it because, I love Unfriended as well because Unfriended is basically kind of the same movie as this one, except I like this one better because it almost seems like none of them are acting. Like it didn't feel like any of them were acting. It seemed like it was literally like I was just watching watching people talk in a Zoom call. It didn't feel like it was acting. Right. And I don't know, like <laughs> I'm going to talk to Mark about this tomorrow, but you are so fucking Gemma in that movie, Josh. You Which are one? so fucking Gemma. <laughs> Which one's that? The Asian one, the one that fucking like is just such an ass the entire time. The one that's completely sarcastic and making a making a joke out of it all. I feel like that'd be you. 
Oh, it totally would because I don't believe, and I think you and I have had this conversation. I I know that you do, but I I do not believe in any of that stuff. I uh, I don't, you know, I've never experienced it, but I don't know. I will say this though, I do think, and this is just my opinion on the whole thing, is that the human mind is something I don't think that we as people will ever completely understand how the brain works and all of its capabilities. So now when people say that they have experienced these things, I don't believe, I don't not believe that they think they have experienced it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know that there was actually some sort of presence there with them or doing something. Now I'm not, I would never say that that person doesn't believe that that really happened. Cause I, I don't know, but yeah. I personally have never had one of those experiences and I just, I don't that, I just don't think that that stuff exists, but that's just me. I'm an old cynic. What are you going to do? <laughs> well, I mean, as long as you don't judge me for my belief in it, you don't think I'm a crazy person. No, know? I would never, I would never say that about you to your face. Um, well, oh, to my, mm, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, he does kidding. it again. <laughs> what? Oh, I'm just kidding. Come I on. I know. I know. <clears throat> but yeah, no, I was, I was, uh, <laughs> I was watching this movie again today before we got on this zoom call and I was like, yeah, he's so fucking Gemma in this movie. I'll have to just watch it again. Just the fact she's sitting there the entire time, just like literally just making jokes, like subtle, like passive aggressive jokes and comments. And I'm just like, this is exactly like if it was me, you, Mark, Brooke, Jess, Seth, like all on a Zoom call doing this whole like seance thing. You and Seth and Jess would all be the people that are like fucking around. Well, maybe not Jess, <laughs> but you and Seth no, would be see, like. That's what cracks me up about people that listen to our podcast that don't know, like that aren't like close, close friends with all three of us, which rarely anybody is close, close friends with all three of us. But yeah, she is just as bad as Seth and I are. Don't <laughs> let her fool you on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> Don't let no, her it, fool you. She is just as bad as we are. She's just better at hiding it. Yes, yes. And she's a girl, so I think she gets a soft pass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, that's true. What are you gonna do? <laughs> I have always considered her one of the guys, whatever that's worth. So she uh yeah. she can hold her own. She as you guys know who listens, she does. She usually uh she usually puts us in our place very quickly. Yes, she does. She's very good at it. It's either her or Seth. Well, he's just an old asshole, so he's just ready to argue at any given point. So was what? it the was it the Frozen episode where he called you out for being a dick or something? He's like, "Quit being a fucking dick today. You are being a dick today." Probably, but that's every day, honestly. Cause... And I was dying. I was laughing so hard. I was like, "Damn, Seth." Come through with that sassy gayness. Well, that's the great thing about the podcast is honestly, when you're listening to our podcast, uh, it feels, in my opinion, and I've been told this, that it feels like you're just sitting around the table with us, like just listening to a conversation because uh, that's honestly, and I also get to ask this quite a bit is like, do we write all this shit out that we talk about? And honest to God, no. Like the shit just spews out of our mouth. You've been on with us. You, you've had oh, yeah, the outline yeah. of the show. It's not, none of that's written in the fucking outline. <laughs> Nope, nope. We every all of us come up with shit on the fly. <laughs> That's right. It just says banter, banter section. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, but, which is basically what you and I do too. It's not like we have a script or anything. We just we just chat. Well, if you uh, if you have good chemistry, it just happens. I think. I so. think so too. I agree. Um, I don't know. Let's hop into this franchise if you're ready. Of course. <sighs> I'm ready to. 
ready to be done and over with it. <laughs> I haven't even said yet, but this is episode three of season one, uh, the franchise. We are talking about the Evil Dead movies, uh, you know, 23 minutes into this. But um, that was my pick. I picked it. I'm going to be completely honest with everybody. Um, I only picked this because I, I honestly don't have a lot of love for this franchise. I was never a big fan of the franchise. I had never watched most of these movies. However... Uh, Michael, you were coming on the horror movie crew, and we were coming on the We Love Horror podcast, and I had to watch two of the four anyway. So me being um, efficient, I was being efficient, efficient with my time. Yep. I said, I'm fucking, I'm watching 50% of them anyway. I might as well knock out the other ones. So I said, let's do the Evil Dead franchise. And uh, It'll be fun, they said. <laughs> watch the Evil Dead franchise, Josh said. It'll be fun. Sitting here fucking kicking myself in the balls. Um <laughs> This will be interesting. Do you remember your first introduction to this franchise, Michael? Uh, yes, but it wasn't with the originals. It was, uh, well, I guess I could say that I saw um, when I was a when I was a little kid when I would watch stuff that my dad was watching on TV. I did see that one scene from the original Evil Dead where um, Cheryl becomes possessed, and that fucking scared the shit out of me when I was a child. Mm. But uh, my my like first introduction to it was probably the remake because i had never seen the other ones aside from the remake um before that well i actually that's not true i watched the original evil dead before the remake so i guess technically i watched the first evil dead but it was a really long time ago and i don't remember like i remember liking it but not liking it at the same time just because it didn't age well (laughs) you know what i mean like like i think like the practical effects for that film at the time are really good and some of them still are good but like the movie the plot the characters not doesn't do it for me so okay um what's funny is i'm actually gonna have to go back on what i had said to on two different separate occasions on two podcasts is i thought i had seen the first evil dead even after I watched it and did a whole episode about it with you on your podcast. Um, but after watching the evil dead two, I'm like 99% sure I had actually seen the evil dead two, not the original evil dead, which I'm sure we'll talk about the similarity between the two. But, oh, yeah. um, I, uh, so I, again, I've been watching horror movies forever. I think, uh, we rented this movie as like, cause we used to, okay. We used to go to blockbuster on the weekends and we just rent a, a shit ton of movies when we were, had friends over and we just sit in my basement and we'd watch, you know, when the basement was finished, we had the like, couches and shit down there, get a $5 little Caesars pizza and eat on it all day and just fucking watch movies. And this was one of the ones we grabbed, um, Probably had it on over in the corner, and we were playing video games on another TV, and then had somebody on the other side of the wall that wasn't uh, finished skateboarding over there because we had like a cement basement where you could skateboard inside. Anyway, um, my house sounds very like it's huge and luxurious. That that's not the case. No, it's like it was very small. <laughs> he's like I had a he's like I had a home theater in there. I had a swimming pool. Yes, yeah. <laughs> on one side, a fucking uh, restaurant on the other side. <laughs> so anyway, we were watching it. I was like. Butler, Butler, bring us some pizza rolls. And he did. No, that wasn't the case. Yes. (laughs) No, think like, no, that wasn't the case. It just, we had the basement. Nonetheless, so anyway, my whole point to this is like it was on, but I wasn't really paying attention, which is probably how I had uh, confused the two. Uh, But my first introduction to to this franchise that I actually enjoyed was the remake as well, which I'm sure we'll we'll get heavily into later. And if you want to hear an entire podcast about it, go listen to our episode with Michael. Um, when we did that movie. So that was my first introduction to it. Um, 
I'm actually very interested to get your uh, opinion on this on this one here. So again, not a number placement. I don't spend, I don't want a ranking for the entire franchise based on other franchises, but in relevance to other horror movie franchises, where would you put or compare these <laughs> movies? <laughs> Well, I do want to start by saying, um, I was telling you this uh, yesterday, Josh, I feel like we're going to have like a fucking angry mob of people that listen to this episode after this and they're just going to like come at us with uh, fire and pitchforks and shit like that and be like, take down your podcast because, yeah, I'm not a fan of this franchise (laughs) at all. (laughs) Is it your least favorite horror franchise? Probably. No, 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 that's not true. Um I would have to say my least favorite franchise would probably have to be either seeing this is going to get me some hate too, but you know what? Whatever. Fuck them, right? <laughs> That's what I say. Yeah, yeah, fuck them. Um, probably, it's not my least favorite. I, th- I think that would probably go to like either the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise or the Hellraiser franchise because I'm not a fan of either one of those, really. Um, so, but this definitely is right down there with those ones though because it's not... It's Would you say it's franchise. in your bottom five? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. I um. <laughs> there's one say, and I don't want to give too much away. So I, I'm gonna agree with you. It's in my. It's in the bottom tier of horror franchises for me. I am just not. It. It's not for me. Um, which again, I don't want to give too much away, but I think we've said enough. It's definitely in both of our <laughs> bottom bottom tiers. Correct. Yes. Okay. But you know me, I like to keep things positive, Michael. I don't want to just bash this this uh, franchise because a lot of people love it, and I don't like listening to podcasts that are negative all the time. Right. So, well, what's one thing you, know you love? Are- Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, well, and there are some good things that we will talk about with these films. Like, there are yes. some redeeming qualities. Like, I, I do want to preface that to the listeners that we're not just going to sit here and bash these movies. There yes. are some good things about them, but... They're just not for me. Speaking of good things, what is something that you liked about the franchise? I like that. I just love how fucking ridiculous they are. <laughs> like, so, like ta- taking the remake out of it completely. Cause the remake is just, just cut and dry fucking horror. Like yeah. it's not even comedy. Like there's nothing funny about the, the remake, but the, the first three, are just so fucking ridiculous and it's just like i watched the i watched these movies and i'm just sitting there like what is happening right now what the fuck is happening right now like there's just so much (laughs) shit going on and i was like okay yeah and i i like i like that they don't take themselves too seriously they know what they are and they know that they're like cheesy fucking movies and I, I like that they kind of just play on that and they don't take it too seriously. Um, I also, like I said, I think some of the practical effects are still great, even to today's standards. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that, I would I would have to say that's a lot of like the redeeming qualities. Plus, I think a lot of the camera work in some of the films is not bad either for the, I think it was a lot of innovative type of stuff that they were trying with the franchise. Mm-hmm. So. For me, what I like the most about it is probably the passion behind it because you can tell, in, and again, these aren't for me, but in making these movies that they really, and when you hear about the stories behind how the first movie they ran out of money and they were like basically trying to fundraise money just to finish the movie, and then even through um, the movies being made into the Ash TV series, Ash vs. Evil Dead, which I'll be honest, we didn't, we're not doing in this list, 
I didn't at least. Um, but I didn't either. Okay, this is the passion that that Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell have for these films. I think it comes through in the movies. Um, and I could also see. And again, I watched these way after they came out, so I almost wish I could go back in time and watch them as they came out. Yeah, based because you also have to consider when we watch these movies, and I had this conversation with um, a podcast on Elm Street when I was on there talking about the first Halloween movie. Um, I think you have to when we watch these movies, we have all of these other movies to reference, all these movies, newer movies that we love, better special effects, better practical effects, more money that went into these movies, better acting for sure. And we relate that to what these movies are and they didn't have Mm -hmm. that stuff that they're, you know, they're older. And I think we have to kind of do our best to put ourselves in a position that the people viewing the movie then were in, which again, it's not entirely possible. Um, to do so i think trying to do that it really did make me appreciate the movies um so yeah that's that's what i liked about it long-winded there's a ton of passion behind them you can tell they really just care about the franchise and i think it's one of the which i can also appreciate i guess just sitting here rambling i came up with this but um some like you take the friday the 13th and you take the latter not the most recent i'd say before h2o but the halloween series from uh halloween 4 up to h2o yeah. You look at some of the Freddy movies in the middle, the Nightmare on Elm Street movies in the middle of that franchise. I think around seven, Nightmare on Elm Street seven, it did start to get better. But I also think that's when Wes Craven went back to the director's chair. Um, yeah. But nonetheless, I feel like this franchise didn't do that. They didn't just go for that cash grab or just continue to make movies that um, just for the sake of making movies. Like they made their first trilogy and then the remake, which we'll talk about in 2013, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. We'll get to it. But yeah, again, the, the passion for me, I really appreciate it. Yeah, well, and not to mention that these movies were kind of spaced out far apart too. Like you have uh, the first two that are six years apart from each other and then the you know the second and the third one that are almost about six years apart as well. So it's like you're right about the not just cashing in these fucking movies. They didn't make very many and right. they didn't make them like in close succession to another either. So. Right. Exactly. You could tell they made them because they wanted to, not because they've had to, right? Right. Yeah. All right, boss. Well, um, you ready to jump into the uh, the background and history of the of the Evil Dead franchise? <laughs> Absolutely, dude. Get into it. Well, the Evil Dead franchise is an American supernatural horror franchise created by none other than Sam Raimi. It contains four released films and one television series. Started with The Evil Dead in 1981, The Evil Dead 2 in 1987, uh, The Evil Dead Army of Darkness in 1993, and then they rebooted the series with just Evil Dead in 2013. Uh, the series is the franchise really is famous for its use of practical effects, which on our other episodes we really went kind of went into those, and um, <laughs> we'll talk about it. I'm sure, but you can see in the first film where they started to run out of money because they were just throwing like anything they could find to use for practical effects, which honestly kind of made it a little funny. Yeah. Um, but again, this for, this franchise is is known for its use of practical effects. Um, 
so I didn't know this, but originally the uh, first movie is based off of Sam Raimi's short film uh, called Within the Woods. Were you aware of that? Yes, I okay. was. Have you seen yeah. this? No. Okay. I have not. I but did. it was, um, gosh damn it, it was one of your trivia questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> ask me that for sure, please. Uh, the original trilogy centers around the character Ash. He's the only character to appear in all three of the original films. He's played by none other than Bruce Campbell. The series revolves around the Necronomicon Ex Mortis, an ancient book which plagues the visitors of a cabin retreat. The franchise received a reboot in 2013 starring Jane Levy, which I love her. She does excellent. And I think uh, I said this in, in our episode about that movie that she became one of my favorite final girls. I would mm-hmm. argue she is a final girl. Some people say she's not, but Michael, they can fuck off. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that, though. She is a final girl. In total, the franchise has seen two directors, including uh, Sam Raimi and Fide Alvarez. The franchise has grossed an approximate $154 million at the, in a, at the worldwide box office for the four released films. Uh, historically, the uh, franchise has positive reviews. So when you look at the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, again, this is the critics' consensus, so they're, this is not an average of their... Um, of their ratings. This is basically whoever rated it over a certain percent. So I think the audience rating is a better judge of um, the actual ratings of the movie. Cause that is people like you and I, they can go on there and, ju- and rate the movie and then it averages it out. So the evil dead uh, from 1981 has a 95% critics rating on rotten tomatoes with an 84% audience rating. I find that absolutely amazing. Um, Evil Dead 2 has a 95% uh, critics rating with an 89% audience rating. Army of Darkness has a 73% Rotten Tomatoes critics rating with an 87% audience rating. And Evil Dead, the reboot from 2013, has a 63% Rotten Tomatoes critics rating and a 63% audience rating. (laughs) Do you find that amazing? (sighs) I I find it extremely shocking to be honest with you. Like incredibly shocked. I'm just like <laughs> what? <laughs> like the Evil Dead remake is the least like mm-hmm. oh, I don't know. I don't understand it at all. Because because I, uh, I even said in in the episode that I did with you guys that I think the Evil Dead remake is the best remake of a horror movie that's ever been made. That or The Hills Have Eyes was a pretty fucking good remake, too. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd have to say either one of those. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. 63% for the Versus remake. 95. And these are the critics. So let's look, let's look at the audience because I think those critics, those critics are bullshit. So well, even the fucking audience scores are... 84 for Evil Dead. 89 for Evil Dead 2. 87 for Army of Darkness. And 63 for the reboot. I don't understand. It's wild, man. It's wild. I even like double checked it because I I was looking at this the other day because I had sent this to you over the weekend, I think, and I was like, I don't. I'm gonna double check my work here. So I went back and I was like, sure as shit. Yeah, it uh, isn't that wild. I'm I'm a little surprised, but you know it's fine. (laughs) Well, I I don't want to go out on a limb here, but I think that we are gonna disagree with that. But uh, you know. That's a good segue right into it. So uh, you want to hop into our picks here? Hop into our rankings? Absolutely. And uh, since it was your pick, you get to go first. Lucky me. Number four. 
All right. So again, there's only four this time. There's not 27 like there were with the Saw <laughs> movies, or um, we only did five, five. for five for the Grudge. Um, okay. So coming in at number four for me is Evil Dead Two. I'm looking. I'm really? Looking. Oh man, he looks surprised. See, I like to shock you when we do this. I really want to. <laughs> I want you to get upset. Uh, yeah. Did so you I, not do that enough in the Grudge episode, Josh? You almost ki- you almost killed me. I was trying to kill you in the Grudge episode. It didn't work. So no. I knew you were. <laughs> so Evil Dead Two. Let's let's talk about this a little bit. And again, I'll dig more into it once you go. But the reason I put it last for me is that the first fifteen to twenty minutes they basically redo the first movie up to the point where Ash gets uh, taken over or infected by this spirit or this um, demon. Um, yeah. What killed me was the claymation. It was. It almost felt for me. It felt like uh, the first movie. They had this great idea that they thought was a great idea. They were so excited to do it. They ran out of money. They had to get money. They had to basically finish this movie uh, with what they had. Well, I feel like it had some success. So they got they funded to do an Evil Dead two, and they're like, we're just gonna fucking fanboy out. <laughs> And we're going to redo the first one the way we wanted it to be in our original vision because we can afford to do it now. Um, and I just, I just, I couldn't do it, man. I'm sorry. There were parts that I was just like, ah, and Bruce Campbell, like his acting is bad in the first one, but like in this one. But it's one, worse than the second one. It's just so over the top. It's like, I don't know. And um, like the some of the faces he makes in it too, and he's like, <laughs> Right. Nobody can see me doing that right now, but <laughs> no, it, but seriously, it's just like, really? Um, what I did like about it is I do appreciate the storyline of the archaeologist family. I think he was, I don't think they were archaeologists. They were some sort of researchers or something, but basically the, yeah. the people on the tape, the man on the tape in the first one, um, his family, I think it's his daughter, um, mm-hmm. is trying yep. to make her way back to the cabin. And then they bring in this, um, hillbilly family that are trying to help them get back to the cabin because the bridge is out so they go through the woods or whatever i do like that storyline more so than the storyline of the first one where it's just the kids going to the cabin and and hanging out and finding this thing um but yeah it just felt like they redid the first one and i just felt like the first one it was what it was move on uh so number four for me is evil dead 2 interesting very interesting um my number four is going to be Evil Dead 3, Army of Darkness. And the reason for that being is I do I do like the quality of this film because you can definitely tell when this third film came out, they had a lot of money because there are so many <laughs> there are so many more people in this movie. The <clears throat> production value is so much better, but <clears throat> this movie is just boring to me. I didn't enjoy it at all. Like <laughs> And maybe, maybe it's because it takes place in that time period, like the medieval time period. And I'm not about that, that those, those kind of films and see, and that's probably why I can't get into game of Thrones because I'm not into like that time period. Like I'm really not, it doesn't interest me. It doesn't fascinate me. I just think it's kind of boring. And so this movie for me was just not fun. I didn't really enjoy it that much. I mean, the production value is definitely better. The acting is a lot better in this one, but even still, I don't know. It just wasn't one of those films that I'll ever watch again out of the series. Mm -hmm. Like if I had to, if I had to rewatch these movies all over again, this would definitely be at the bottom of the list. So yeah. Number four is evil dead army of darkness. So it's a fair assessment. It's a fair assessment. 
Um, no, just because, um, you and I text daily and I know it took you like three days to get through this movie. So I was like, <laughs> oh, he, he really does not like this movie, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I kept telling you, I'm like, I, <laughs> I'm like, oh, Josh, this is killing me getting through this fucking movie today. I can't. <laughs> well, that, that's fine. So let's, uh, let's jump into number three because it's going to segue right into this. Perfect. Number three. My number three, no shocker, Army of Army of Darkness, Evil Dead Three. So, yeah, I highlight everything you said. I actually love. I, you know, I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. The whole top shelf of my bookshelf is dedicated to Game of Thrones. I've got this, the book series in three different volumes. So I had and the, all the DVDs. Nonetheless, I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. I like this era, but I just I don't know what was going on with this movie, man. Um, Me either. I do like that it has its own concept just based off of watching the first Evil Dead, watching Evil Dead 2. It's like, oh, God, the Evil Dead 2, they basically just redid, for the most part, Evil Dead. I, I, I was, and I have a point about that later once you get to your Evil Dead pick, but I feel like at least this movie had its own feel to it, its own vibe. They tried to do something different, honestly. You don't see a lot of horror movies that are set in the in the in uh, this time period, right? Um, right. I mean, it takes place in 1300 AD. For me, it kind of felt like you ever seen the movie Clash, Clash of the Titans, the original. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, yep. it felt like Clash of the Titans, but like versus evil spirits. I don't know. That's what the vibe <laughs> I got for this movie. But they also, I feel like one different thing they did with this movie is that they really, really laid into the the um, comedy aspect of it because there were were scenes like Evil Dead's funny, but it's, I don't think it's meant to be. Evil Dead 2, there's more comedy laid into it. But again, I think, I don't know that it was supposed to be funny, but where this is, like, they're like, okay, we're laying, <laughs> we're going all in on the comedy. Cause it felt like, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, but did you get like Ace Ventura vibes from Ash in this Ye- movie? Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. 100 fucking percent. Yeah. <laughs> and unfortunately, I don't know if it's just the actor or what, but. And I like comedy horror movies. I I watched um, Ready or Not uh, for the first time toward the end of last year. It became one of my favorite horror movies ever. Um, so good. And that's like that to me. That's a comedy horror. Zombieland is another one that I consider a comedy horror. The Babysitter is a good one. Great example. Um, this just didn't do it for me. And maybe it's because I maybe it's just, I just don't like that character of Ash. Um, yeah. The other thing, like that, Bruce, Bruce Campbell's good looking. Don't get me wrong, but he's not a good actor. Well, <laughs> he's even, not in these films. Not even the fact that it's the acting; it's just the character itself. He's just such a pretentious dick. Yeah, and I don't mm-hmm. like it. I don't know why. Like he, I don't know. Uh, I just I don't want to bash the the whole movie, <laughs> but I I just didn't care for it. The other thing I didn't really care for is that they take this character from Evil Dead One, who he's kind of nerdy. He's like. Just a normal everyday average dude, and now all of a sudden he's like a chainsaw wielding, shotgun spinning. Like and he's su- got like muscles all of a sudden, and yeah, he's like, like superhero, like overnight. Because keep in mind, this all happened in one day. He's at the cabin. Yeah. He gets sucked through this wormhole, and now he's in this medieval time. So yeah, um, again, I appreciate what they were doing. I did uh, one thing. I will say I liked. Uh, I think Bruce Campbell is the one playing the badass too, right? And like the guy that gets resurrected from the dead is that Bruce? Campbell? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he does a great job of that. That character was hilarious, and um, 
I like how the story um, continue it, it how it continues from where it's where Evil Dead Two stopped at the end of that. Um, which I have a note about that. I think that's very awkward how they ended that movie, but it does pick up yeah. right there and it, it goes all the way through to where it kind of builds up who Ash becomes at the end. Um, so yeah, evil dead uh, army of darkness is my third pick. Very nice. Yeah. Well, and I, I also kind of wanted to agree with what you said about um, I can appreciate that they tried to do something different with this, this film <laughs> right from the other two, but still, even then it just wasn't like my favorite same so my number three and this is gonna be very unpopular opinion are you ready ready the evil dead from 1981 really yep i can't wait to hear why um (laughs) i'm very um very scared actually like i told like i told you i think there's gonna be people with pitchforks and fucking torches coming at my door now um i don't know just because after i watched evil dead 2 that really kind of like made this decision for me because i think the first one is great don't get me wrong like there's things that are really good about it the practical effects most of them are really good but just the characters in this one i don't care for any of them they're all boring Mm -hmm. like including ash like he's just really boring um you know just a lot of the the inconsistencies and the stuff that we brought up during the discussion on my podcast episode kind of led me to this decision just because there's just so many things in this film that i just feel like you know like the last half an hour of the movie that we were talking about it just fucking goes on for way too long it's not even like it gets to a point where it's not even fun to watch anymore just because it's just so like redundant and repetitive. And it's just, I don't know. Like I can appreciate, I love, I like the first half of the movie. I like where they went with the first half of the movie, but then the rest of the movie, it just, it's blatantly clear to me that they had no idea where they wanted to take this film towards the end of it. And like I said, I'm take I'm trying to take into account that they did run out of money during this film. Right. So that I can appreciate the fact that they, wanted to get this film finished they wanted to like dedicate as much money as they could into getting this film finished but still for the fact that they you know work so hard to get this film finished and then this is what we got like with the ending result you know it's just to me it's kind of like eh, whatever it's not i don't know it's not as fun of a movie for me as the other ones and we kind of so. talk about that on uh your podcast on the we love horror podcast about that because you can tell where they ran out of money Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I don't know that I don't want to say that they didn't know where how they wanted or where they wanted it to go, but you can definitely tell that they were scrambling to get this to get this finished and doing whatever they could. I think they had to go back and reshoot a bunch of stuff too, didn't they? Cuz they mm-hmm. because of the money situation, so. Yeah. It's just I don't know. For me, for me the Evil Dead is good in in parts, but it's not one of the more enjoyable ones of the franchise for me, so this is one that I'd also probably um, put at the lower end, but yeah, uh, yeah, that's my number three. I know, very unpopular opinion. I'm sure a lot of people disagree with that. Po- po- there's probably a lot of people that are like, get him off this fucking show now because he does not, <laughs> he doesn't belong this? here. Who is uh, this guy? Let's get him out of here. Well, again, yeah. another great segue. So, number two, my number two pick is the Evil Dead from 1981. 
you're Very sitting, nice. you're sitting like, oh gosh, oh no, oh no. He's like, this is a repeat of the grudge. I know it's going to happen. <laughs> um, yeah. So much of what you, I echo much of what you just said. But the one thing I will say, I do really appreciate the love that people have for this movie because, again, I think if you, if we were to go back in time when this came out and because back in 1981, so a lot of indie in the horror stuff was indie stuff. Like look at Halloween, how low budget Halloween was. Um, yeah. Again, not to compare the two at all, but um, <laughs> yeah, that's just what horror movies were. They weren't big time, big box office movies like they are now. Um, and this one was even more so than those other ones. So I think, and I, again, I can appreciate how people love this movie. Um, and I, again, not to, kick a dead horse but i do admire the dedication the blood sweat and tears that you know sam raimi and bruce campbell put into making this movie and honestly i didn't even know that bruce campbell was that dedicated to this movie until i started researching this stuff so that is one of the cool things about doing these podcasts is like i again didn't appreciate didn't have any love for this franchise but having done this is my third episode now doing an evil dead movie i really have become more um in tune with what what that franchise is about and, and what what the backstory is and i really do appreciate it so that's i am glad that we did this honestly me too yeah i know i know i was giving you shit about it like <laughs> i'm gonna kill myself after i watch these <laughs> movies and then i'm gonna come my uh dead body is gonna come back from the grave and i'm gonna kill you for making me watch these movies <laughs> so you were gonna haunt me i don't want anybody out there because you know i did just watch the cecil thing and you, you say things and you put them out there on the internet michael i don't think michael's gonna try to kill me so if something happens oh, to no. me yeah after this episode comes out, I, I don't want anybody going after Michael thinking that he came after me and killed me because I made him watch all of the Evil Dead movies. Um, Very true. Okay. Yeah, that, that's what sent me over the edge, honestly. Just, just a disclaimer there. Um, <laughs> and again, I do appreciate that they did they did use practical effects. Um, and we talked a ton about that in, in your episode or on the We Love Horror podcast. I'm not going to delve too much into that but i do appreciate the use of the practical effects they get a little weird and wonky at the end of the movie i think there's like some oatmeal or grits or something that are used like i said i think they were just grabbing anything they could get their hands on and we're just throwing it in there um yeah so um i don't know i again i'm glad we did it i've i appreciate the movie more now i do think for me that this is really where it slates is is right there in the number two spot because again evil dead 2 for me was just i didn't need it it felt a little unnecessary i also again the two things about the evil dead 2 are that i think that hey we got our money we got money we can do this the way we originally wanted to so maybe had there never been the first evil dead i would appreciate evil dead 2 more but the other thing i don't like about the evil dead 2 is that i feel like they knew where they wanted that movie to end which is where ash gets pulled through the time loop so they can do army of darkness and i feel like everything up to that the first 15 20 minutes is all recreation of and basically rewritten the first evil dead from 1981 you hit that scene where that spirit goes through the house and into ash and then from that point to where you get to the wormhole it's like what can we throw in here to get ash to this wormhole so we can make army of darkness that's just how i felt about it yeah i thought the ending was really freaking weird he gets sucked through a wormhole and now he's in you know 1300 ad so that's why i put evil the first evil dead in front of it just because i think this while the storyline is pretty basic it's not wonky it's not a recreation of something else it's its own story which i do appreciate um yeah and and like you kind of said earlier and we talked about it uh before is that there's some really good camera work in the first movie like when they're arriving at the cabin and that camera the tree limbs are hitting the camera i really like that that we talked about it where the um the swing is hitting the side of the cabin in the first movie and you have that sound effect and you're like what is that and you realize it's the swing hitting the 
the cabin. Um, the one, th- the other thing I don't necessarily enjoy is that that rape scene is way over the top with the trees and stuff. I think it's <laughs> odd. Yeah, as tastefully as you can do a scene like that, I think that the remake does a better job of it. It's not not as aggressive. Uh, and I, Sam Raimi actually, I read this while I was researching this, said that he actually still regrets putting that in the movie. Oh, well, I so, mean. which is why when you look at evil dead two, um, it's that similar scene happens, but it's just, I think the vines just pull her through the woods. I don't, and think. it's quicker. It doesn't, it doesn't take five whole fucking minutes for her to sit there and get raped by this tree. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a and lot. She, and she sounds a little less like she likes it in the second one. So yeah, that was odd too. Maybe it might've been acting. I don't know. But uh, one thing while we're, we're on the subject of this one is I didn't know. I don't know if you knew this. Maybe you already knew this. I did not. Um, there was that cabin. They filmed that there was actually supposed to be some sort of curse on the cabin. Did you know this? Mm-mm. I guess that there was um, a family that lived there. It was a grandmother, a mother, and then a little girl would would be the granddaughter. But the granddaughter woke up one day, found the mother and grandmother dead um, in like a lightning storm. So you know the lightning storm that's in the movie was kind yeah. of played into this story. But the little girl ran out in the lightning storm to a neighboring farmhouse that took her in, and they ended up keeping this little girl, and she lived with them. Um, and the cabin had supposedly remained empty until they filmed The Evil Dead there. And this is a true story. That's, you know what? It was on the internet, so you take it. Or is it like an urban legend? (laughs) That I'm not sure, but I know Mm. that they knew about this when they were filming the movie because that lightning storm played in, came from that. Yeah. And then they actually talked to the guy at the farmhouse, and he said that um, the little girl, during lightning storm, she would actually, like, wander around. Like, they had caught her outside multiple times, like, in lightning storms. So, you know. That's weird. I don't know. I thought it was a nifty little story there, but that I didn't know about before. Um Hmm. Yeah, anyway, that's yeah, I didn't it. know that either. That's my number 2 Evil Dead from 1981. Very nice. Um <laughs> so my number 2 is uh Evil Dead 2 from 1987. Hmm. Josh seems surprised. Are you surprised? Uh, a little bit. That was my fourth pick. It was your second. So everybody's different. I'm excited to hear why this is <laughs> why why you put this here. Um well, the main reason why I put this here is because I do agree with your point on <clears throat> if they had more money, they had more resources, you know, like that. Why would they refilm the first 20 minutes of this film, basically reenacting the first film? I don't get that. Like, it doesn't make much sense to me. I don't like it. Um, but <clears throat> the thing I love about this film specifically is just how fucking hilariously ridiculous this movie is like it's so entertaining in the sense that it's just like i was laughing so hard during some parts of this movie because i'm like am i really watching this right now like i felt like i was almost like high or something and watching (laughs) watching just this fucking movie and being like what is happening because there's there's that one scene where whatever whatever's in the basement is mm-hmm. chasing after Ash and Ash is trying to get out of the the basement because those people like lock him down there and then he gets out and <laughs> the one fucking part where uh oh my god what is it when he like throws the one guy against the wall and then the fucking eye pops out of the the deadite's head and it goes in the one girl's mouth oh, and just yes. all this weird shit <laughs> is happening and I'm like what is happening here I just, I don't know. I find, and I find the characters in this one a lot more entertaining. Mm, I agree with that. I don't see. And I don't, I don't care 
about the characters all that much in this one either. But in the first one, I just kind of felt like everybody was just very wooden. And yeah. like the acting was just really boring and it just didn't do much for me. But this one, I felt like there were characters that were actually brought to life in this one. And it just was more of an interesting, entertaining experience for me. And the whole tree rape scene is much more tastefully done and a lot quicker. And yeah, <laughs> wasn't as bad. But I do think that the first 20 minutes is just like, why? Why did we need this again? <laughs> And I think and I think the other reason why I like this movie so much more than the than the first one is because of um, Bruce Campbell's acting in this movie. And it, it's not good, but it's like so bad. It's funny to watch him act in this movie. And I'm just sitting here like dying at some parts because I'm just like, holy shit, they actually filmed this movie and made this movie. Like, I can't believe they made this movie. And I also noticed that instead of white shit that's coming out of him, when he chops up the one, it's like green goo now. So it went from being right. cum to fucking pea soup. Pea soup, yeah. It's it's a little, uh, you know, they could up the budget, so they went with green instead of clear. Yeah, so I don't know. It was just, I, I just find this movie a lot more entertaining as far as uh, the films in this franchise go. I, I would definitely watch this one again over the other two just because I think that this one is, I don't know, there's just something special with this one. <laughs> gotcha it's just hilarious to me and then the whole scene the whole scene where ash is, gets attacked by the thing and he's going through the woods and it's like that fast like oh yes it's so fucking weird and then <laughs> and then when he becomes possessed like when it, the look of him just looks so fucking silly and over the top oh and then the, i wanted to bring up that one part where that fucking uh the dead eye is like spinning above the one girl and he's got the one girl by the hair and he's just like spinning her around yes like a fucking helicopter i was dying the was scene like, that killed me in that movie was the corpse dancing in the woods like the corpse oh yeah berries it's like i was like oh no why did they do this but yeah all right everybody's different right if, if we were all the same it'd be a very boring world that's true yeah i don't know so evil dead 2 i i think <laughs> it's just fucking hilarious like i would i would put this on and watch this with a group of friends and just laugh my ass off or or get high to it too that might be fun maybe that's how you're supposed to watch these movies i don't know probably we might enjoy them more if we were (laughs) maybe you ready to jump into number one yes not that everybody doesn't already know what they are right yeah not like anyone was surprised when this episode started either number one yeah, well, my number one, Evil Dead from 2013. Um, after rewatching it, I'd seen it before, but I think it was like in a group watch, so we weren't really paying attention. It was just on. Um, but having watched it to do our uh, horror movie crew episode, I really enjoy this. It's one of my favorite remakes. I won't go as far as as you did and say it's the best remake ever, um, but it is definitely one of my favorites. I think Jane Levy steals the show. Uh, she immediately became one of my favorite horror characters. And um, I even stated that she was in my top five, probably favorite final girls. So her acting's phenomenal throughout the entire movie. And when she's on screen, I feel like she just demands your attention, whether oh, she's, yeah. whether it's the possessed version or the regular version. Uh, the other thing I really liked is the storyline of the movie. So it's not just friends retreating to this cabin because they rented the cabin. They got it cheap. That wasn't the purpose of it. I think it was a family cabin in this one, and they were going because they were helping uh, Mia, which is Jane Levy's character, 
um, you know, she's an addict, so they're trying to to uh, get her off drugs, and that really plays into the storyline of why they don't believe anything that she's saying is happening yeah. to her. So I just think it's a far superior movie in comparison to any of the other three from the trilogy. I also feel like it's a true horror movie, whereas I'm not saying... And I, I we have this discussion on our podcast all the time. Is there's so many different subgenres and genres of horror? How do you compare a movie like Zombieland to a movie like Texas Chainsaw Massacre? And I think that these are great examples of how you can't really compare them because the first trilogy is really a horror comedy versus this remake, this reboot is is it's not even a remake. I would call it more of a reboot. It's yeah, it's um just horror to the max, right? It's just it's there's really li- there's some. I think there's a few comical scenes that the very, very subtle, but for the most part, it's, this is a brutal fucking movie, which I really, really enjoy. So all that corny stuff is really kind of taken out of it. And it's really creepy. And just from scene to scene, like what is going to happen? And that's really had me engaged. That's really why I enjoyed it. Um, and that's why I put it at number one and, uh, that rounds out my, uh, my picks. So what do you got at number one? So I also have no surprise to anybody that's listening to this. I also have Evil Dead from 2013 on this list. Um, basically, for everything that you also mentioned as well, uh, I think the acting is fantastic. Aside from you know one person that's in that movie <laughs> that uh, me and uh, Seth talked about how we can't stand, and uh, I think Jess also agreed with that too, right? Jess also agreed that we can't st- we all the three of us can't stand the fucking uh, brother character. Yes. Yeah, he he bugs me in that film. Um, um I don't know. I you guys didn't like the brother or um uh the blonde-haired cat. What was his name? Eric. Eric. Yes. See, that, I don't that, mind him as much. That was the one that bothered Jess cuz he kept reading from the damn book. Yeah, see he didn't bother me as much. Um I think the I think the brother character is fucking annoying though. Yeah. Um <laughs> but um I think just on a a technical level too. This film is just so beautiful looking. Like there are so many beautiful shots in this movie. For example, like the very first shot of the opening scene, when you see her just walking through the woods and the camera's kind of moving through the, it's so beautiful. And then there's that one shot of Jane Levy when she's sitting on the car in front of the cabin and you see that like sunlight, like streaming through the trees. It's just such a, like a beautiful looking movie. And um, I also really, I don't feel like we talked much about Jessica Lucas in that movie. I fucking love Jessica Lucas. I feel like she needs to be in more horror films because she's, she's in Cloverfield and I love her in Cloverfield. She's my favorite character in that movie. And so I, I kind of wanted to gush about her for a second too, because I think she's great in this film. I think she dies a little too <laughs> early on for my liking. I kind of wish she was there longer. I kind of wish it was the girlfriend character that got killed off first, but mm-hmm. you know, it's fine. Whatever. But uh, I don't know. I, I really, really love this movie, obviously, because I think I went. How many times did I say I went and saw this in the theater when we were on when I was on your podcast? I think five times I said something three or five. Yeah, it was it was a lot. <laughs> yeah, I went. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I went and saw this movie five times in the theater when it first came out. Um, I really love it. And uh, yeah, I just I think it's fucking fantastic. And the fact that they use mostly practical effects for this film as well. They mm. they took a page from the older movies and instead of doing all the CGI, they did practical. So like with the with the tongue, the fucking box cutter with the tongue thing. Oh yes. That it looks so gross on film, but I guess when they filmed it, or I guess like when they weren't 
or when they were trying it out, they're like, this looks silly. Cause it was like literally just like a puppeteer type thing where they were like, where, you know how like her tongue, like when it's slit in half, it's kind of moving. Yeah. They saw, they said it looked real, like really stupid before oh, they filmed really? it. Really? Until the, wow, that's, I didn't, I didn't realize that. Yeah. But it, like when you watch it, you're like, holy fuck. Oh, that, that scene like is actually... just awful. It makes you cringe watching it. Yeah. 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 And just the fact, fucking the Jane Levy in this film. Fantastic. The, have you seen, have you seen the behind the scenes stuff of her? Like where it's just like, she's going at it, going for it. No, I haven't. Oh, it's insane. Like she, cause they would film like these long continuous takes of her just like going fucking crazy. And she really committed to it. Like the whole part where she's um underneath the, the door. And she's like, we're gonna get like, she did like a whole take that was like, God, a minute and a half long where she's just doing all these different variations of that, like same thing. And she's like, like shaking the fucking door and freaking, I'll have to send it to you after we're done recording this episode, but it's just like the dedication that she put towards this role is just above and beyond to me. Absolutely. She steals the show for sure. Yeah. And then you talk, and then she talks about like then behind the scenes stuff, how, how some of the scenes were so miserable. Like she actually talks about how she went off on Fetty, Fetty Alvarez in one scene because he's like you need to do this and she's like I can't fucking see because she was like covered in mud (laughs) and she was cold and she talks about how she was just so like there were some scenes that were just miserable for her like the blood rain scene right oh it'd have to be like she's yeah I could only imagine how not fun it was to film that movie not only that but it was fucking cold outside when they filmed the blood rain scene too dude like it wasn't warm (laughs) <laughs> right. No, that that whole the whole process of that was likely miserable is what it felt like to me, but what do I know? I was just sitting on my couch with a hoodie on watching it, so. <laughs> but I mean, the the fucking blood, sweat and tears that went into make, making this film as well is just uh, above and beyond. So, not to mention I also really really love the score in this film. This is probably in my top 5 favorite horror movie scores of all time. So, I think it's a great great film all around. So, yeah, that's why it's my number 1. Well, this is and the that, first, so it only it only took three episodes for us to finally agree on a number one because we did not <laughs> agree on Saw, I don't think. Nope, we did not, and we did definitely did not agree on the Grudge. Um, yeah, Evil Dead did didn't. it. We came together um, for the number one pick of Evil Dead two thousand and thirteen. I mean, but to be honest, there weren't a whole lot of other. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of other competition when you put the remake against uh, these other three. No offense to these Evil Dead lovers of the originals. Absolutely true. But if you take the the reboot out, uh, we didn't agree at all on their placements, which is fine. That's true. We were actually pretty opposite that with may, that. That makes it fun. Um, well, hey, it's time to jump into my favorite part of you know podcasting, which is another trivia game, which you have prepared questions for me, right? Hopefully not 30 of them I this have. time. I think it was, what, 10? Yeah, okay. I only did ten. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh um, boy. Let's yep. Let's get into it. So, are you ready to jump into another horror trivia, Josh? I've been waiting all day. <sighs> all right. <clears throat> all right. This is a test of how well do you know the Evil Dead trilogy. So we will see. Yeah, this doesn't include the remake. Okay. Um, I tried to find one that had all four of the films, but I couldn't. So. It's fine. We'll just do the we'll just do the first three. Let's do it. I'm I'm gonna do really bad. So let's just let's see what we got here. All right, and they're multiple cho- multiple choice. So just wait a second. I know. I, I won't. Okay. I won't cut you off. I'm sorry. 
All right. So question number one, Josh, what is the order of possession in the evil dead? Is it Cheryl, Shelly, Linda, Scotty, B, Shelly, Scotta, Scotty, Scotta, Scotty, Cheryl, Linda, C, Linda, Shelly, Scotty, Cheryl, or D, Cheryl, Linda, Shelly, Scotty. Holy cow. Which one is his girlfriend? Shelly? Cheryl. No, Linda. Linda is his girlfriend. Because Cheryl is his sister. Cheryl. So Cheryl gets possessed first, I believe. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it is Shelly. And then... Scotty. No, Linda, then Scott. No. I'm going to go Sherry. Sherry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go Cheryl Shelley. Scotty. No, Linda Scotty. Is that right? Yep. Cheryl Shelley, Linda Scotty. Yeah, you almost got it wrong, though, because you were you were questioning yourself right there between Scotty and Linda. It's a good thing you kept your answer the same. Because Scotty comes back later not possessed, right? Because he's missing in action for a minute and then shows up yeah. toward the end and then he's, yes. Okay. Woo! All nice right. job. All right. Question number two. What was the location of the cabin used for filming The Evil Dead? Was it A, Grand Rapids, Michigan, B, Jacksonville, Oregon, C, Morristown, Tennessee, or D, Wadesboro, North Carolina? Tennessee. Correct, sir. Tried to trick me with that Grand Rapids, Michigan, because they're from Michigan. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. (laughs) Tried, but but you got it, so. All right, Josh. Question number three. What was the original title of The Evil Dead? Was it A, Cabin in the Woods, B, Book of the Dead, C, The Book of Evil, or D, The Necronomicon? Hmm. Well, his short film was Within the Woods. I'm, I don't, I honestly, I'm going to go Cabin in the Woods. I don't know. Is that it? Nope. It was uh, B, Book of the Dead. Damn it. Good, good, good answer though. Good I try. try. I try. Then I thought, well, hey, maybe they made Cabin in the Woods as kind of like what they did with Scary Movie for Scream. I was like, maybe mm-hmm. that was what they did, but evidently I was wrong. <laughs> well, that's why I was like, ooh, I like that question. I think it's a trick question. So I was like, that might trip Josh off. Uh, drop. Can't talk. That might trip Josh up. I think he did a great job. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so question number four, Josh. What torn poster can be seen in the cellar during the Evil Dead? Is it A, The Hills Have Eyes, B, Jaws, C, A Nightmare on Elm Street, or D, Fargo? Hills Have Eyes. Ding, ding, ding. Very true. And that was already a question that I asked on the trivia question on my episode, so of course you got that one. Well, you know, I took notes and I came prepared. (laughs) Uh, all right. So question number five, what Sam Raimi, what Sam Raimi directed horror short prefaced the evil dead? Was it a blood flood? C B the witches are the bitches are witches. C fee monsters or D within the woods. 
Uh, it is within the woods, but I got to be honest, Blood Flood sounds fucking fantastic. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> Maybe we should use that for a future movie title. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to. Or just an episode. Episode 12, The Blood Flood. There we go. <clears throat> All right. Question number six, Josh. What type of car does Ash have throughout the series known as the classic? Is it A, Ford Mustang, B, Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme, C, Oldsmobile Delta 88, or D, Plymouth Road Plymouth Roadrunner? Shit, it's either B or C. Uh, read B and C again for me, please. Okay, so B is Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme, and C is Oldsmobile Delta 88. Oh, fuck. I feel like it's C, but I also feel like it's B. Um, I'm going to go with C. The Oldsmobile Delta 88? Yes. That is correct. I had a friend once that had a Cutlass. That's why I was like, I don't think it's a Cutlass. Maybe I'm confusing the two. Yeah, maybe. I needed Seth here. He's a my uh, he's my car guy. See, I'm not a car guy at all, so I wouldn't know that question. <laughs> Me neither. Um, people are like, "Can you fix my? Do you know anything about cars?" I'm like, "No, I know nothing about cars. I would be literally fucked if I broke down on the side of the road because I don't know. Even, I don't even know how to fix a flat. Oh, I wouldn't get out to fix a flat anyway. Yeah, Abby asked me. She was like, "Could you fix a flat tire?" I'm like, "Yeah, I could change it out and put the spare on, but I'm not going to. That's why I have roadside." <laughs> Exactly. No, nope. we're such privileged bitches in this day and age. No, I Just, am feeding the economy, Michael. I am paying for the service, which allows other people to be employed. I'm not going to take this person's job from them. Job security, am I right? Exactly. I'm all about the people. Yes. All right. Question number seven, Josh. Who does Sam Raimi credit with making Evil Dead Two possible? Was it A. Peter Jackson, B. Vincent Price? C, Scott Spiegel, or D, Stephen King? Oh, holy cow. Um, I, I honestly I have no idea. Let's go with Stephen King. Correct. Do you have any backstory on that? Um, no, I don't. I think he gave, I think he gave the original Evil Dead like a really, really high, mm. like really high praise, which doesn't surprise me with Stephen King because a lot of his... <laughs> I, I'm not a hater of Stephen King. I just think he has a very interesting, I don't know, way of doing things. Because he hates the, because he hates uh, Stanley Kubrick's version of The Shining, but his version of The Shining is utter garbage. So it's hmm. like, mm, I don't know. Maybe you should leave it to the people that know what they're doing when it comes to making movies. I don't know. <laughs> okay. My goodness. You can cut that part out. I'm going to get a lot of hate for just saying no, that. No, I'm definitely leaving it in. I might amplify it so it's louder. Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right. Question number eight. Evil Dead 2's Bobby Joe was inspired by which actress? A, Holly Hunter, B, Frances McDormand, C, Jodie Foster, or D, Lucy Lawless? Oh, man, I have no idea. Um... Um, would you like me to read through the question or the yes, answers? Yes, one one more time, please. Okay. Uh, Evil Dead 2's Bobby Joe was inspired by which actress? A. Holly Hunter. B. Francis McDormand. C. Jodie Foster. Or D. Lucy Lawless. I I have absolutely no. I'm gonna go with A. Holly Hunter. Sure. Yeah, that's correct. How the <laughs> fuck? 
What the fuck? You're just like guessing on these and you're getting them all fucking right. <laughs> I don't even know who Holly Hunter is. <laughs> I swear to God, I swear to God, you're like looking these up as I'm doing it and you're just like pretending you're like, um, I don't, I'm, I'm don't, honestly not. Look, I'm my phone is way over here. I know. I'm just giving you shit. And my paper, <laughs> all my paper has are the numbers and whether I got it right or not. So I'm just giving you shit. You're fine. <laughs> But you're fucking really lucky at guessing. That's for damn sure. This is how I got through school. Yeah. I mean, multiple choice questions are pretty easy to guess sometimes. Yeah, sure. All right. So question number nine. What magazine can be seen in Ash's trunk in Army of Darkness? Is it A, Playboy, B, Scream, C, Fangoria, or D, Famous Monsters of Finland? I think it's Fangoria, isn't it? Yeah, that's correct. Yep. Getting yep. all the questions right. <laughs> I'll probably get this one wrong now. Watch. <laughs> what was the original title of Army of Darkness? A, Army of the Dead. B, Renaissance Man. C, The Dark Ages. Or D, Medieval Dead. I'm thinking, I honestly, I don't know the answer, but I'm thinking either Army of the Dead or what was the other Medieval Dead? Yeah. Army of Darkness. Let's do Army of the Dead. Fuck it. Let's see if that's it. Eh, nope, it was Medieval Dead. Damn it. So you missed two. Or you got, yeah, you missed two. Eight, so out, you of got eight out of ten. Eight out of ten ain't bad for this, uh, you know, not being a uh, an evil deadhead. Nope. You're still doing better than me, which um, I was talking to Mark the other day. Mm-hmm. I was like, some of those questions, and I, I don't blame you for those questions on that trivia section on The Grudge. I blame whoever fucking made that trivia <laughs> thing isn't fucking idiot, first of all. Not, I'm not trying to get heated here. Uh-huh. But some of those answers, I was like, no, no. So the whole the whole true or false, everybody that has gone in the house has died. It's true because, of course, we're not going to have a movie where it shows every single fucking person that goes into the house that dies. But it is clearly stated the mm-hmm. rules of that film, whoever goes in the house dies so it's safe to assume that everybody that went in that house is dead regardless of whether you see it or not so just saying remember i have (laughs) a lot of uh, a lot of life um quotes for life in one thing this is another this is a joshism okay Mm -hmm. you said the word assume you know what happens when you assume Hmm? you make an ass out of you and me Assume. You should never assume. And everybody that went in that house did not die. We already know this. You should have. You know what, Michael? I don't like to dig up the past. I like to leave the past in the past. So let's not get you all upset about just not doing great on the grudge trivia. You know, just let's look toward the future, which we're getting ready to do for the uh-huh. next episode, which is your episode, and you get to do the trivia. I feel like you're going to come guns blazing for the next <laughs> trivia so since we're already here why don't you tell our lovely listeners what the next franchise is wow that was really that was a really clever segue very very clever and a very clever way to you know get off this whole um <clears throat> trivia debacle thing that i was on <laughs> oh shoot um but yes uh so my next pick for episode four which i'm very very fucking excited about one because i love this franchise a lot um it's one of my favorite horror franchises and two because josh you have told me that you have not seen all the films in this franchise 
So I have no clue where you're going to rank any of these films. And I'm very excited for you to watch all these, but I am going to be doing, we are going to be doing episode four, the franchise, the final destination franchise. So very, very fucking excited for that. So there's five movies in total. So very much looking forward to that. I even told you, Josh, I had, (laughs) I already did the outline for it. Yeah, you sent me the outline for the next episode before I sent you the outline for this episode. So I was like, oh, man, he is excited. He is so stoked. to do this. So the, the, And these are some of your favorite movies, right? Yes. Okay. All right. Oh, very much so, yeah. I mean, like I said, um, I think I talked about it in the 2000s episode that I did with Roman because Final Destination 3 was on my list of, you know, top 10 favorite movies of the 2000s. Um, I did preface preface in that film in that um, episode that they're not the greatest films in the world. They're not like masterpieces by any means, but they're fun films. I enjoy the fuck out of them. So very excited to uh, do that episode with you, Josh. So look out for that, guys. I also already made a promotional poster for it. So, dude, I'm excited to uh, I'm excited to watch them since you hold them in such high regard. It'll be um, it'll be interesting to see if I can uh, ruffle your feathers with my picks. And again, not to say that I picked put certain things in certain places just to mess with you but um it's an added bonus for you it really is it really is um (laughs) so uh but before we get out of here why don't we uh recap our picks for the evil dead franchise yes so you go first all right so at number four i've got the evil dead two at number three i have army of darkness at number two, I have The Evil Dead from 1981. And at the very top, number one, I have Evil Dead from 2013. Very, very nice. Um, so for me, at number four, I have Evil Dead 3, Army of Darkness. At number three, I have The Evil Dead from 1981. At number two, I have Evil Dead 2. And then at number one, I also have Evil Dead from 2013 so we did an excellent job i think we did too and i like that uh not one of our trill like the of the original trilogy were in the same spots i i agree i think that's going to happen a lot as we go through these because um yeah i don't know but that makes it interesting i think we're we're not going to agree on a lot so hopefully there's some good debates (laughs) ahead of us here well there's a film in the final destination franchise that i swear to god if you put his number one i'm done I can't do this show with you anymore. <laughs> Just going to say that right now. <laughs> Shoot, that's funny. Well, we're going to find out because next episode is uh, episode four, the Final Destination franchise. You want to sign us off, my good friend? Absolutely. Um, well, first, I want to also say uh, make sure that you check out me and Josh's other podcasts that we have. So for me, I have the We Love Horror podcast, which is a weekly podcast where I have a different guest on every week and we talk about various horror movies, horror topics, stuff like that. Uh, Josh, do you want to take a second to plug in yours again? Yeah, I am one third of the Horror Movie Crew podcast. We are a horror slash comedy podcast where we get together once a week, talk about some of our favorite and not so favorite scary movies. And uh, basically we just sit around and make fun of each other for about an hour and a half. And uh, you get to sit around and laugh with us. So check us out on all major podcast platforms. And we are Horror Movie Crew podcast on Instagram. Very nice. And uh, I guess uh, thank you again, Josh, for being on this episode with me. I had a lot of fun. I always have fun. Every time I get to see your beautiful face. 
Oh, aren't you just a doll? <laughs> aren't you just the oh, sweetest, Seymour? I, I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> All right. Well, with that being said, guys, we're going to head out of here. So uh, we will catch you later. Bye. Cue the music. Damn it. I got to do that. Thank <laughs> you.